Hello and welcome back to the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. I'm your host Jason Brenninger and we're up to episode 15 and we're going to be talking about the song Bambi which is track number six on Prince's second album Prince. And for this episode I have a special guest joining me today. Her name is Karen Shedrick. So hi Karen, how are you? I'm great, how are you? Um, uh, excellent, thanks. We're here to talk about Bambi, ultimately, from Prince's second album, but I thought maybe if you wouldn't mind giving um, a quick bio and maybe a little bit of your history on listening to Prince, so everybody who's listening to the podcast knows where your introduction to Prince came from. Okay, so I've been a Prince fan for over 40 years. Um, I actually became a Prince fan around 11 years old, and I remember I was at a local mall with my mother and my grandmother and I went into like a local store there and I was at the magazine rack and I saw literally saw his face on the cover of right on magazine Hmm. and I'm like oh my god who is this who is this never seen him before and it was something about his face that just struck me uh and it was the picture with the his beautiful afro and the black leather jacket. That was the picture. Okay. And I picked up the magazine. It was right on magazine. And I was like, who is this? So I begged my mother to buy me the magazine. She bought it for me. And I read it, the article, so many times the, the magazine literally fell apart. But at that point, I was like, I have to hear what this, you know, who this is. And... It kind of started from there. I read the article. I ended up getting the album. Um, my parents bought it for me, and it was just love from that point. Are you referring and, to the Prince album? Yes, absolutely. Okay, that's well, that's perfect because that's the album I'm on right now in the podcast. Right. So. <laughs> that's that's quite perfect, actually. Yes. So you've been you've been listening to Prince for quite a long time. I have, I have. Um, he was very much a part of my childhood. Like, teenage life you know part of my 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 history yeah excellent yeah, yeah. I, I was a few years behind you i i started listening to prince around the 1999 era okay um got you know heard heard his music on the radio and i was just instantly um struck by the musicality of it and just how unique it sounded compared to other music that i was exactly. hearing on the radio at the time mm-hmm. little red corvette and 1999 were the two songs that really sparked my my love for his music and then i had to go backwards and uh, right. i'll eventually get to what point i went backwards because i didn't go backwards right away mm-hmm. i didn't immediately start listening to 1999 and say to myself well i need to listen to for you and prince it took a while for me to go mm-hmm. backwards i i was pretty much just listening to his music from 1999 on mm-hmm. and then it was around the the hits time in 1993 when I got that hits collection and B-sides and I was hearing songs that he had put on that collection from Prince and from Dirty Mind and Controversy and I said to myself well this is really good stuff too I don't know what's Mm -hmm. taking me so long to go backwards and um, while Bambi the song that we're going to be covering today wasn't on the hits but Mm -hmm. there was I want to be your lover and why you want to treat me so bad and I think I feel for you was on there as well Mm-hmm. Even though it was never one of his hits, but it became obviously a big hit thanks to Shaka Khan. So um, that was 
that was my way of going backwards. And once I listened to the Prince album, the one we're talking about, I felt like this album was widely underrated. I felt like this was a very, very good album, strong album from top to bottom. And it should have been, and it should be, in my mind, considered one of his um, classic albums, like one of his um, masterpieces. But that's that's my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree with you that at that time, there was nothing out that I can think of that even sounded any anything like the Prince album. I mean, it was totally unique for that time. I do agree with that. Well, just a couple facts about Bambi before we start talking about the song proper. Uh, it was never released as a single in the United States, although I do think it was released as a single in a couple European countries. Um, it did make it as a B-side for for Still Waiting in the mm-hmm. U.S., and it was a B-side to Sexy Dancer in, in the U.K. So uh, I think a lot of people have heard the song, even though it was never technically a single just because it's a it was it was featured on a lot of b-sides and b prince prince played it live quite often he did Um, yeah so my understanding is that he he played bambi not only during his early early tours but also throughout his entire career and while he might put it aside for a few years he would inevitably bring it back at some point and i think uh, i read somewhere that he had recorded, I don't have a copy of The Undertaker, but I understand that he re-recorded Bambi for that record that ended up getting scrapped, and, and that was in the early 90s. So that, that tells me that he really had an affinity for this song in particular. I don't know if he really disliked you know, the groove behind it or mm-hmm. his, his ability to show off his guitar skills. I'm not sure why he was so... Um, taken by this song that he would play it all throughout his entire career well into the 2000s and then and beyond with third eye girl exactly but, but he loved it he loved I it. that's what i was going to mention that he has he did perform it with third eye girl and i remember des dickerson saying that you know he just had an affection for that song he just mm-hmm. liked the song i mean i don't think it was so much about the subject matter as it was just the groove the song itself yeah yeah he, enjoyed and and it was a great song to perform live definitely so i think that's one reason why he kept going back to it yeah it's it's a crowd pleaser i'm sure Mm -hmm. absolutely okay well thank you for that um what i think i'll do now is kind of talk a little bit about the subject matter it's uh it's very clearly a song where prince is trying to win back the affections of of a woman who ha- is either a lesbian or, or has decided to um, dump Prince for part. another woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I can't what I can't quite tell though from reading the lyrics definitively is if Prince has ever been with the subject, mm-hmm. and she dumped him for another woman, or if he was rebuffed by her because. She is a lesbian, and she was never interested in him in the beginning, but he still remained interested in her. Uh, that's that's the part I'm not, it's not clear to me if that, or if it even needs to be clear, but I've never been quite sure if, if, it's, if it's one of those situations. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I often wondered myself if that was his own experience or if it was made up or if it was somebody else's story, you mm-hmm. know, because he never, as, as far as I know, he never really spoke about that song in particular, about what the motivation was to write the song. Right. Um, I would be more inclined to believe that it was his experience, you know, somebody that he grew to have affection for, and he probably found out uh, that she was, you know, dating women or having experiences with women. And it was someone that he cared about, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, because some of the some of the lyrics suggest that he was trying to understand where she was coming from. Maybe, you know, when he was talking about being naive, maybe it was just something that he didn't understand, but he was trying to understand why she wanted to do this because he loved her. But again, like you said, we can't really confirm that this is an actual person. Right. Yeah. It does make for interesting subject matter. It does. It (laughs) does. Yeah, it's very interesting for sure. If it was just like a standard love song like hey you know why don't you well i mean it'd be very similar to why you want to treat me so bad or i want to be your lover where he's pining over somebody who is either treating him poorly or is ignoring him doesn't think that he's good enough so uh, the fact that he doesn't take that same approach for this song is smart because he'd already done that earlier in the album uh so to, to add that little twist about it being about a girl who mm-hmm. who is dating other women and he's trying to convince her that you know hey you should <laughs> you should get with me instead and here's right. why <laughs> exactly which 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 leads you to think that they had never had an experience together yeah you know so there was no physical relationship there was just like a love or an affection so that that was interesting to me too like you know they had never had an experience anyway um, but he wanted to let her know that if you do, it's going to be better for you than what you're doing, <laughs> right. basically. <laughs> Which is a very naive way of looking at it, but yeah, exactly. You know, Prince was Prince was very young when he wrote this song, so right. So why, <laughs> you know, why are you even thinking about that at your age? You yeah, know? right, right. I think we we maybe as a society probably have a little more understanding of the. LGBTQ community to to kind of know more about how that works and it's not many of us don't necessarily think that it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it if if you're th- if you're down the road of thinking that it's not a choice, then it doesn't matter how much Prince tries to convince her that that um, it could be better with him. <laughs> She's still going to be like, well, thanks. I mean, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but <laughs> it's. T- Sorry, you just don't have the right parts. It's just not going to work for me. <laughs> and see, the the point about him saying, you know, being naive, that would explain why he would think that, oh, if you have, you know, if you have sex with me, it's going to change your mind completely. The fact yeah. that he would even think that. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into the lyrics.
Okay, so the first verse, he says, I knew from the start that I loved you with all my heart, but you were untrue. You had another lover, and she looked just like you. So he's basically saying that he loves her, you know, whatever that means, if that means that he loves her because he's infatuated with her or he loves her because they were dating, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But you were untrue, which also kind of tells me that she cheated on him. So it's a little bit like, okay, well, I guess we were starting to date or we were mm-hmm. dating, mm-hmm. but you were untrue. That So either that means you were untrue in the in the way that she cheated on him with another woman or untrue meaning that she misled him into thinking that she was straight when she really wasn't so i think it could be looked at both ways maybe i agree i agree as well untrue meaning untruthful you Mm -hmm. know not telling the truth about who you really are Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so it could be looked at either way and that's why that's why it still is I think if you're really looking at the lyrics closely, it's not clear whether or not he was really dating this person in the song. So then the chorus goes, Bambi, can't you understand? Bambi, it's better with a man. So that's that's where it's he's making his declaration towards towards Bambi that that he's got what it takes to satisfy her, regardless of what she thinks is her sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Like he knows better than she does. <laughs> right, right, he knows better than she does about herself. Then the next verse, he says, it's so hard to believe, maybe it's because you're so young, or maybe I'm just too naive. Who's to say, maybe you're really having fun? So when I look at this one, I'm thinking to myself, you know, he's he's kind of second guessing her motivations. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, are you just, is this a, a phase of yours that you're going exactly. through because, because you're so young? Are you going through a phase where you're just kind of interested in women right now and and like you said you know he's saying well maybe this is just you having fun and having a good time and it's really not where you really want to be you're just Mm -hmm. having fun in the moment yeah yeah i mean there's always the um the kind of the stories that you hear about college experimentation (laughs) exactly so you know it's like people get out of the the watchful eye of their parents and they head off to college or go out on their own for the first time and they start experimenting in things that they wouldn't have done or have never done before. Right. And a lot sometimes that, that goes into uh, sexual territory and sexual orientation. And you hear about, oh, yeah, I've, I've slept with somebody of the same sex. But that was back in college. You know, that was when I was young. I, I was just going through an experimental phase. And I think that's kind of what Prince is trying to say there is maybe it's because you're so young that you really don't know what you are or what you want yet exactly i agree with that but then he questions himself too uh in the next in the next um line where he says maybe i'm just too naive who's to say maybe you're having fun so he's Mm -hmm. maybe like 
I don't know, maybe this is really you. Maybe you really do get off on being with women and, and you don't need me. I don't know. Who's to say? <laughs> and maybe maybe I am naive, meaning I don't really understand what it is that you're going through. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, because it's new to me, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And he goes into the chorus again, the same chorus. Uh, Can't you understand, Bambi, it's better with a man. And at that point, I think that's when we get to one of the guitar breaks. After, yes. and, and then he has another kind of verse after that that takes a different turn. It's like the, the bridge, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he says, all your lovers, they look just like you, but they can only do the things that you do. Come on, baby, and take me by the hand. I'm going to show what it's like to be loved by a man. So he, he kind of finishes the the lyrics to the song, going back to his original statement that he really does think that she should pick him at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. All your lovers, they look just like you, obviously. He's saying, if you hadn't figured it out by this point in the song, it should be very clear at this point that exactly. he's talking about other women. And they can only do the things that you do. So, yes, they don't have penises. <laughs> it's very clear. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's basically trying to say. Yeah, he's very blunt. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay, well, they look just like you. They have the same body parts as you. So they can only do certain things for you. That's right. Uh, come on, baby, and take me by the hand. I'm going to show you what it's like to be loved by a man. So, yeah, it's, it's very clear. You, it's like, if you have sex with me, I'll rock your world. You'll forget about women, and we'll be happy together. <laughs> right. And <laughs> Which is, once again, a very naive look at it, but hey, you know. Right. He he mentions, you know, um, take my hand. Like, it makes you wonder if they're at a moment where, they were about to do the deed, you know, you know, let me take your hand and, and let's, let's do this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's trying to not only convince her through song, but through actions as well. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to show her in every way possible that he's the man for her and all these other people that look just like her aren't going to, aren't going to do it for her. Nope. Okay. Um, the, there's one other line, and it's funny because I've I've have the re-released prints on vinyl mm-hmm. that was re-released. Um, I don't know what year, but it's you can tell it's re-released because it has NPG records on it, and it's like brand new, nice. I don't know when these were re-released. Sometime in the last probably five to six years, I had to find a guess. But they they the re-released lyrics take out the last two lines of the song. They don't li- they don't list them. But it's the lines where he says, when he basically screams, I know what you need. Maybe you need to bleed. Yeah. They take those lines off of the, off the lyric sheet on the Prince re-release that I have. And I don't know if that was done intentionally 
or if maybe those lines were never actually part of the lyrics and those were ad libs. I think they were ad libs. Yeah, yeah, it, it would make sense. Yeah, because he just kind of throws them in there at the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, he kind of just screams them out like real desperate, and um, in, in, in the way he sings this song in his high falsetto, he doesn't enunciate. those particular words very well so i didn't always know what he was saying it took me a little while to figure out he was saying maybe you need to bleed yeah i figured it well i read an article about um the album and that's when i found out that's what he said and i was like oh my goodness which would suggest that you know she was a virgin when it came to um, a relationship with a man so yeah so you read it you said you read it in an article that's what yeah i was like i didn't know he said i mean like you said, it was in all the screaming, which I, which is why I feel like it was just, you know, ad lib, not an actual lyric. But I didn't know he said that either for a long time. Yeah, it took me a while. Well, it, this would probably be, uh, I would say, the first example that I can think of of a Prince song in his career where, that we would call these days, quote unquote, problematic <laughs> from that standpoint. If she really is a lesbian, I mean, obviously there's bisexuality and, and sexuality is very fluid and can right. be very fluid. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean that the Bambi of this this particular song is 100% lesbian. She could have sexual fluidity where she feels like she could go back and forth. We don't know. Right. Yeah, but... Um, but if she is truly gay and she doesn't have any interest in Prince or in men in general, then, you know, you look at the song or you hear the song and, and you just think to yourself, he's just wasting his time mm-hmm. uh, ultimately. And, and it is a little bold of him to think that he could, he could convince somebody who truly is gay that she would be able to switch that easily or that she's just making a mistake. But, you know, we once again, we don't know if she's bisexual or not. And then if you go back to the beginning, where he talks about how much he loved her, but she was untrue, maybe she, like you said, maybe in the beginning, she led him on. Maybe he wanted to be with him in the beginning, but then, you know, had some type of experience while they were getting to know each other or dating, and now she's possibly bisexual or lesbian, You you know? Yeah, maybe it was like that. You know, and actually, you bring up um, a good. It made me think of a, a good um, point with the song. Is he sings a song like he's kind of pissed off, right? Exactly. And it, it, why would he be so pissed off if it wasn't a woman that he did ever even been with? Exactly. You know, it's just like some some beautiful woman that he's attracted to. Like, find out you're she's a lesbian. Like, ah, oh, whoops, okay, missed that opportunity. Exactly. But if he was dating somebody, and he and he grew to have feelings for her. I mean, he said he loved her in the song. Right. And then she told him or, you know, cheated on him with the woman. I, yeah, I'd be pissed off. Exactly. And, and he's singing this song as if he's a pissed off man um, who has been cheated on with another woman. So, um, yeah, no, that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty solid evidence to tell me that this, if if he, if it had not happened to him, if this wasn't a real story, he certainly is playing passionate. the part very passionate and playing yeah. the part very well because he, yes. I, he has a lot of emotion in this song and lines like maybe you need to bleed. 
maybe maybe he sang that because he wanted to be kind of hurtful. He wanted to be mm-hmm. a yeah. little, little blunt and didn't really care, didn't really give a shit <laughs> if, yeah. if, if his lyrics hurt her. You know, maybe he was just really that pissed off. Like, hey, I'm going to make a, I'm going to write a song that's, the woman who hears it, she's going to know it's about her. And she's going to know how she hurt me. And I'm going to, I'm not going to hold back. And actually, I agree with that. And the fact that it had a, a rock sound to it or a rock influence sound, that could have gone as far as with the anger he felt as well. Because that, that last, verse i mean he says all your lovers they look just like you he sounds really pissed right there then um in the beginning when he said he loved her that was past tense right wasn't Mm. it yeah he said love maybe it was something he like from a memory of a relationship with her that went bad Mm -hmm. that he was no longer with her yeah yeah going back to some tough memories (laughs) to write this song but yeah you're right the music absolutely fits the mood of the song mm-hmm. being rock influenced and a lot of screaming guitars. And I mean, this is really the only true rock song on the album. Right. Um, and it kind of sticks out in that way. It's, uh, it's wedged between with you, which is a really traditional kind of a um, soul R and B ballad. Mm-hmm. And then still waiting, which is, I like still waiting. I think still waiting is a great song, but it's yeah. often overlooked as well. But Bambi's yeah. anything but Bambi's anything but <laughs> whether you agree with the lyrics or not, you can't deny the groove, you can't deny the guitar work, and you can't deny the passion. And also you can't really deny how um the lyrics are sung in a way where Prince absolutely comes through with his emotions. They're they're all they're on his sleeve um very clearly on this one. Yeah, it's very in your face. Like you said, you can't you can't not deny what he's talking about in these lyrics. And he wasn't trying to hide it. You know, he wasn't he he wasn't trying to hide it. Nope, nope. So if um, from the Prince album, as you mentioned earlier, this is one of your, or this was the first Prince record you owned, right? It was. What just um, because I'm curious, and this is the first time that we've had a chance to talk about Prince. What are your favorite songs on this album? I like um, "It's Gonna Be Lonely." I love "It's Gonna Be Lonely." That's such yeah. a good song. Uh, I like "Sexy Dancer," but you know, it was it was more of a, I guess, a pop tune. But I did like it as far as you know, partying and dancing. But I, I think "It's Gonna Be Lonely" was probably my favorite. Yeah, that's. That album. I'm I'm with you 100% on that one. That's the low key best mm-hmm. song on the album for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many good songs. Yeah. Why you want to treat me so bad is a really good song for me too, and I feel for you. You know, that's amazing. But it's gonna be lonely. Like if anybody tells me that, play me a Prince song that maybe I don't know that you think is just you know the shit. I'm gonna play them. It's gonna mm-hmm. be lonely. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to treat me so bad? You know, again, the rock influence. I really, really like that song. I, you know, I liked, you know, and it takes me, it, it reminds me of when they were on American Bandstand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole thing. Uh, but yeah, that's another one of my favorites, too. 
Okay. Um, do you have any other things on Bambi to talk about? I mean, we kind of covered the lyrics pretty closely. I feel like we've um, talked about the content and how we feel. We both are in agreement that it seems like a pissed off Prince singing the song about a real situation. Whether or not that is, we will never know. But if it isn't, uh, he did a really good job of selling it because it's he's angry. <laughs> you should tell he's angry. Yeah, absolutely yeah. did. It would have been nice, and I don't know if he ever did it, to hear an acoustic Bambi. That would have been really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a different take on it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. Won't Who knows? It might be in the vault. Yeah, it might be in the vault. Yeah. Well, thank you, Karen, uh, for joining me today. I appreciate you calling in and talking Bambi with me. And thank you, Jason, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. I had fun. Again, I wanted to thank Karen Shedrick for joining me on this discussion about Bambi. I thought it was important to get a female perspective on the song. Um, this is probably one of the more controversial earlier songs in Prince's career, mostly just from the standpoint that he was uh, singing about a topic that uh, could be sensitive to some listeners. So thank you again to Karen, and hopefully she will be able to join me again on a future episode. This has been the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. I've been your host, Jason Brenninger, and if you would like to get a hold of me, please do so at pressrewind.net or hit me up on either Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Look for me there, or you could just look for Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast on any of the three sites, and you should be able to find me. I look forward to hearing from anybody who has something they want to say about this episode or previous episodes. And if you would like, I uh, can add a little bit of your comments into a future episode. I'm always happy to do that. So thank you for listening. And until next time. <laughs>